0: Welcome to The Healing Experiment. I am your host, Sue DeMay. In The Healing Experiment podcast, we create a felt experience of healing in every single episode, and today is no exception. Today, I'm gonna be sharing with you uh, the recording of one of my Living Oneness spiritual gatherings. It's actually the first gathering that I started months ago, and it is about shifting from separation to living oneness. How do we shift our this division and this separation we're feeling within ourselves and what we're seeing in the life classroom around us? So to be able to go from separation at the level of the mind, in the heart, and in our physical experience as well as spiritually, and shift into living oneness is really the practice and the remembering of, of that, that experience and that way of being. So I want to invite you to join us for the Living Oneness Spiritual Gathering. And the invitation is to first listen to this gathering recording. So this is the first one. And I will be sharing, you know, how it came about, where the guidance came in, the visit from the snowy owl that literally landed 10 feet in front of me and gave me a really strong, clear spiritual message of what I'm meant to do now. And the calling in my heart to gather the lights. I'm really feeling to gather the lights right now. And it feels like the strongest calling I've ever had. And the Living Oneness Spiritual Gathering is one of those ways that I'm gathering the lights. In the gathering, we I take you through uh, an experience of oneness in each week. And each week, it's a different experience. So there's different paths and there's different ways to experience oneness. And to remember our oneness with everything and everyone, we need to actually create the felt experience. And when we have that felt experience, then we are able to remember the truth of who we are, to remember why we're here and the purpose of the role that we're meant to play. In the weekly gathering, we hold an intention, and I'll just share the intentions that we are gathering with just so that you're clear and and see if you resonate with any or all of them. So we are holding the attention to answer the deepest calling of our hearts, to shift our collective consciousness from head to heart, from fear to love, to honor and usher in deep healing of our wounds of separation, to shine light on our shadows, take ownership of our judgments and projections, and change our fear-based programming to align fully with love. To unite our hearts in love for each other and our planet. To remember and experience our oneness with everyone, everywhere. To immerse in the vibrational frequency of love and deep reverence for Mother Earth, nature, animals, humanity, and all beings everywhere. To illuminate our path and the path for others to find their way back home to love. To heal self, to be the change, and to play our part in the healing of the whole to embrace our humanness and embody our divinity, to hold steady in the light and the vision of global unification and living oneness. Each week I create that experience, we we are amplifying our field and we are fortifying our field to be able to be love in action, to show up as love, to meet the fear in the world with love so that love expands. We're able to navigate the world and we're able to navigate the challenges that we're facing and the experiences of separation in a way that actually honors ourselves but honors each other as well. So we come from, we shift out of judgment and we shift into observation. We shift out of fear and we we shift into love and we change our programming so that we can actually show up as a beacon of light in this world right now. because That's what everybody really needs is more people that are gathered in that light, gathered in the energy and intention of love. So I not only talk about it on a spiritual level, but I actually talk it in, talk about it on a practical level. How do you take these concepts and apply them? How do you integrate the tools? How do you integrate this concept into your life? and actually create that practice and that process so that it becomes more natural for you in in that remembrance. So my intention this year, the intentions I, I received at the new year were remembrance, reverence and resonance. So the other thing I've actually done is I was guided, the same owl told me to to get the Tesla iCube. So I've got the Tesla iCube, the Miracle cube, in the own pocket. And I use all three of those technologies, they're based on scalar wave technologies, to immerse myself, my home, my community, my inner circle, the gathering, everything I do, immerse it into the field of the quantum field of resonance. And it's become it's about becoming a vibrational tuning fork for love. It's becoming a vibrational tuning fork for alignment with our source. So the more we do that, the more we can have that influence of the environment and the individuals around us in a way that will actually inspire them to align with love, inspire and empower them to make that choice to shift from fear to love and to answer the call for love right now, which is really, really strong for all of humanity. So without further ado, enjoy the spiritual gathering and if you feel inspired to join us it's free to sign up you can visit heartledliving.com forward slash gathering and you can sign up and receive information on how to join us live each week so you can really amplify your light and feel the experience for yourself or you can also get access to the replay that way, that way as well if you're inspired to join us we're looking to gather healers light leaders conscious souls, individuals that are highly sensitive and really feeling the impact of what's going on in the world, those that are really connected to nature, Mother Earth, really feeling like they want to somehow support the evolution of humanity, the evolution of the healer, the evolution of spirituality, the evolution of science, the evolution of all of it. And I have the ability to actually teach it in a way that helps your human mind accept and understand it so that it can all be integrated, or the pieces that you need can be integrated into your life and will have a better impact. So I hope you'll join us. I look forward to seeing you at the gathering. And for now, enjoy the first gathering that I've recorded.
1: Welcome to the Living Oneness Spiritual Gathering. My name is Sue, and I'm going to be your guide today. I am an ordained minister through Pathways of light, which is, for me, the practice I have is non-denominational. And I embrace all beliefs and all faiths and integrate them. So for this gathering, it, I may speak of spirituality, I may speak of the spirit, or God maybe even might come out of my mouth, whatever channels through. So just acknowledge and change the word if you need to, to fit your current belief system and where you are. In your faith at this time. Today is all about following the guidance, trusting that inner GPS, trusting our inner spirit to lead us and guide us and direct us. And this spiritual gathering came about because of my willingness to follow the guidance above anything else. And about two or three months ago, I kept feeling this calling to support humanity, that's been my whole life, to support animals, which I have had a connection to my whole entire life, to bring together nature, to bring together planet Earth, and bring us all, and all beings, not just beings here that we can kind of see and feel, but those beings that have passed or that are in the other realms that are here to support us as well. I really felt the call to bring everyone together, And it's really a call for oneness. It's a call to gather the lights. That's what I kept hearing, gather the lights, gather the light and gather the lights. So when we imagine all of these beautiful lights coming together, we expand the light. I know there's so much going on in the world today and there's messages of fear and division and separation and anger and violence and projection and judgment and this is not that space there is no room for that in this space and that's what not this is not at all the space where we're going to explore those things instead we're going to hold the light we're going to learn to stand in love and be love in action no matter what's happening around us no matter what's happening in the world When we gather with the intention of uniting our hearts and unifying in love for each other and our planet and beyond, we become these powerful vibrational tuning forks. And each of us individually are these tuning forks. And when we come together, whether it's virtually or in person, we are setting an intention to raise our vibrational frequency to align with the divine source to align with divine love and to bring us all into the frequency that will allow all of us to shift. The beautiful thing about you coming into vibrational alignment with love, with peace, with compassion, when we stand in that certainty, when we hold that light and we hold that frequency with certainty and with support around us, we become a powerful tuning fork ourselves. Now you bring all those tuning forks together with a shared intention and then it creates a ripple effect in the world. So that is the intention of gathering light, coming together individually and collectively to uplift humanity to support mother earth, to support all the animals, nature, trees, everything. Everything is a living being. Mother earth is a living being, just like we are. And the beautiful thing is we all come from the one shared source. And you may call it the universe, quantum field, unified field, source, God, Buddha, something else, whatever you call it. Whatever symbol it is for you, it's the same source. doesn't matter where you're raised or what you believe in. It is the same source. So as we come together holding that intention, we can raise the vibrational frequency of the whole. So we're playing our part in healing ourselves and getting in alignment so that we can contribute to the healing of the whole. And I, when I talk about the whole, I'm talking about the whole of humanity, I'm talking about the whole of the earth, I'm talking about the whole of our solar system, and beyond that, the whole universe. So I've been getting these messages for the longest time about global unification. Uniting us in love, bringing us all together, and feeling that loving connection, that, that living oneness connection. And the other day I was in, I was receiving a treatment and I kept hearing the word global unification. And then I got this broader, bigger picture. So I always saw this umbrella, global unification kind of covering the whole earth, bringing us all together and unifying in love. And then I saw universal, universal unification. That's kind of a funny one. Say that five times fast. Universal unification meant then that beyond just our earth, we're unifying all beings everywhere, all together, all at once. So that's the intention I hold. And that's what I've been grounding in so intentionally and purposely in the last, well, quite a while now. But really called to actually bring together the light. Now, it, it literally, I got pushed into action just this week. It was finally like a clear picture came in. I'll share the the moment too, because it's quite profound. So usually I wake up between two and four every night, usually three to four. I like when it's three to four. I really like when it's four. (laughs) Not so much when it's one, but thank you spirit for waking me up. So when I wake up and I have, I, I, usually will meditate. I've, I've, I've learned to, to accept it. I'm not resistant anymore. I don't get annoyed by it. I, I can joke about it a little bit, but it's really quite a beautiful time because it, it really does. I'm so in sync and so in tune that I get a lot of downloads at that time. And I'm working with a lot of my inner circle members. I'm doing a lot of healing and stuff for the earth at that time. So it's actually really a sacred time for me. Last Sunday night, I emailed you on Monday, right? It was Monday morning. 4 o'clock in the morning, Monday morning, I was pushed out a bit. And for the last two weeks, I've actually been guided to go outside. So at 4 in the morning, yes, me who does not like to be cold, is going outside because I'm being obedient. I'm following the guidance. I'm trusting that it's purposeful. So I'm sitting outside on my deck. It's, under, uh, it's covered, so that's helpful. And I have blankets and a wrap and everything. I keep myself nice and warm. And I'm doing meditation. And I'm guided into a meditation of oneness and peace for all, all beings everywhere, all together, all at once. And I came into this beautiful space of heart and mind resonance. So my heart and mind were in sync with oneness. And I'm going to walk you guys through these experiences each week we gather, give you different experiences of how to do this for yourself and how to hold that high note and hold the light when when you leave the gathering. And I was sitting on my back deck on the glider chair and going, it all wrapped up. And I'm sinking in this beautiful meditative space, really immersed in it. And I hear this, like, this noise. And I'm like, I open my eyes. I'm like, what is that? And I saw this owl land 10 feet from me on the top of the umbrella of the table that's in front of me. And at first, I was like, I closed my eyes and opened them again, because I'm like, is that really an owl sitting staring at me <laughs> right now? And an owl is a symbol for me of my connection to spirit. Dragonflies and owls are a symbol of me, my connection to spirit. And I was just staring at this owl. And it was just staring back at me. And every once in a while, move moved his head and kind of look at me. And I just had tears pouring down my face. And then I felt a moment of fear. So I closed my eyes, I cleared the fear and I opened them still sitting there watching me and I was just staring in tears. And then it flew off into the tree and sat there really silently. They're very silent until they land and grab onto something, I didn't hear it. And I closed my eyes and asked for the message and I was shown to gather the lights on Sunday mornings at 11. And I was shown Nicole's place farm and online streaming so that we could, so there was no geographical boundaries. There was no limitations for people gathering. And so I texted Nicole five in the morning at that point, I'd been up for a couple hours and I texted Nicole and I said, you up? She's like, yep. I'm like, great. Um, Sunday's 11 o'clock. She's like, that works. I'm like, great, we're coming. I'm coming this weekend. So... This is why we're here, because I got the message and received it very clearly from the owl who delivered it like a Harry Potter owl, you know, just deliver the message. (laughs) It was a white, it was a white owl. It was the snowy owl. You don't see them. I don't think I've ever seen a snowy owl in person, up close, not up close. And, um, and my husband said they're migratory, so they don't hang around very long. So it's just a visit. So that's why we're here because I'm following guidance. And you're all here because you're following guidance. You felt the nudge, you felt the heart, yes to, or the curiosity or something brought you here for a reason. And I believe that many of us right now are really feeling the calling to unite, to gather, to bridge the divide and find a neutral ground for all of us to see each other through the eyes of love and compassion. It doesn't matter which side of the fence you're on. We need to see each other through the eyes of love and compassion. That's what's being called for. So I'm glad you all answered the call and we'll see where the call continues to take us. But let's take a moment just to center into ourselves and the space. And if you're able to close your eyes, For those of you online, make sure you're in a safe space to close your eyes. Just take a couple breaths, inhaling through the nose, exhaling through the mouth. And just begin by offering over everything you think you know and everything you think you don't know about what this is for, for you, what this is for, for humanity and beyond. Just offer over everything you think you know and everything you think you don't know. We're gonna create an opening in the mind. We wanna have a mind that's open and curious and full of wonderment versus full of preferences, ideas, and agendas or thoughts about what this is for. So imagine you could just place that all beside you, put it on a plate in front of you, wherever you'd like. Just empty the mind of everything you think you know and everything you think you don't know. Creating this curious, open mind full of wonderment. And then placing your hand on your heart, doesn't matter which hand, whatever feels comfortable. and Just noticing how you feel in this moment in your heart space. Keeping in mind that I've already created a circle or a container for all of us to join. And as we join in this beautiful circle, You may have already felt some of the frequency, some of the energy cleansing, clearing, and purifying, so you may feel emotional for no apparent reason. You may feel deeply moved for no apparent reason, and at the same time, you may feel completely resistant, and part of you wants to distract yourself and get off this gathering. I'm going to encourage you to hold steady, to stay the course. So just take a moment to check in and just notice how you feel emotionally, physically, energetically. While this gathering is designed to bring us together and experience oneness, it will also bump up against your leftovers. Some of what I share, everything I, the way I speak and everything I share is, is considered a meditative healing blessing or a blessing. I like to say it's a lesson and a blessing and my voice and this space is all vibrationally attuned to support you in coming into full alignment in this moment, the best way that you can to the best of your ability. And each week as we gather, your energy will expand and the density will shift and healing will happen on a level you can't even quite grasp in the mind. And at the same time, I'm gonna provide some teachings and lessons and understandings in the mind so that the mind comes along for the ride. In other words, spirit is going to work through me to meet you in your humanness, honor where you're at, and remind you of your divinity. And for some of you that will feel easy, and some weeks it may feel easier, and other times it may feel more challenging. Your willingness to breathe through the fear, breathe through the resistance and hold steady will allow you to move through those dense layers with more grace and ease, although it won't always feel easy. So we have this beautiful space and this sacred container held and it's a virtual container. We're holding the physical presence of the space here on the farm, but we're also holding the virtual container for everyone who has felt a heart yes to join. And that container is held sacred, holding light, holding a frequency that will allow healing to occur on every level, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, energetically, including the etheric body and the astral body. And if there's words I share that you don't know what they mean, let go and trust that if you need to understand it will be brought to your awareness or be given in some way or another. Now we're gonna ground in an energy that allows for an electromagnetic grounding to occur. So we're going to unite with Mother Earth, the energies of the Earth. You can keep your hand on your heart or you can place it down if you need to. I'm gonna keep mine here. We're gonna send a grounding cord from each of our individual tailbones down into the earth. And this is gonna represent an electrical release of scattered energy, so an electrical grounding cord. Electrical scattered energy is related to our thoughts and beliefs, so letting that go down the cord all the way deep into the earth, wrapping around the heart of the earth, this beautiful white light that's a heart. The core of the earth, and then around that rounding cord, we're going to wrap another cord, and it's going to wrap around like a coil going all the way down, creating a magnetic release, releasing the magnetic scattered energy of any of our emotions, emotional body energy that is no longer serving, that needs to clear. And sometimes that may show up as an emotional release as well, so be open to that. As we release this electromagnetic scattered energy, we feel a deep connection to Mother Earth. And for some of you as healers, light workers, and past, you may actually feel the earth, you may feel her her living being and you may feel attuned to some of the wounds that are rising up through the earth. We are going to create an energy vortex in the center to clear any energy that's not ours and create a channel for the discharge of the energy building in mother earth. So anything that's not yours will clear outside of your field.
2: Let's take a couple
1: more deep breaths. Just feeling your heart in sync with the energy of the earth. We're gonna open up that earth center. It's an energy center below you. and then the energy center representing the element of space above you. Our connection to fire element right around the waist and the center connected to water right around the waist and the center connected to air. And then your heart centers your connection to spirit, your teacher of love, compassion, alignment. And imagine for a moment you could wipe the slate clean and create a beautiful space in the mind like a blank canvas. And just asking your heart, asking Your inner spirit, what intention would you have me hold for this gathering? See what first word pops in. Once you receive your word, your intention, take another deep breath in, let the breath go. And see if you can hold that center. See that connection between the space energy center that represents the element of space above you and your spirit at your heart, and your connection to the earth beneath you. I just have this vision of a, a wizard staff, a light staff connecting those three spaces. And bringing your awareness back to your surroundings, you can open your eyes again. So for those of you on Zoom, if you feel inspired to share your intention, you can do so in the chat. Share the word of intention and for you that are here. Just get you guys to share your intention a be the love and light beautiful harmony and love healing clarity attunement beautiful mine was love and it just went like all through the heart space and expanding and then i felt this connection with all of you and all of you online it's about unity to remember love Love and wisdom, clarity, beautiful. More. Deep compassion and empathy, beautiful. Love it. So, The, when we gather, Lisa, you were talking about that the word attunement that's really what I kept getting is like it's an attunement to love, like we're attuning ourselves to the frequency of love and oneness. And the I have the Miracle I Cube here, which is a technology that helps create a quantum field in the space. The Miracle iCube Cube actually has a 80 mile radius, the closer you are to it, the more intense it is, feel felt. And for those of you online, I've actually invited you into the energetic container of it, so you will feel it. It will be different than if you were in, in person, but you'll definitely feel it. Um, in the next couple of weeks, I've ordered a Tesla IQ, which actually has a radius of the whole planet. I'm so excited about that. Yeah so in the next couple weeks you may actually feel like a supercharged kind of like what is she doing differently this week i'm like we've got the tesla iq coming so it's got six tesla coils instead of three so and it actually has the ability to hit the whole globe the whole planet so when i'm doing mother healing for mother earth and for animal kingdom and nature I I will turn that on and have that on and use it intentionally that way and bring it also to this gathering. So so that's something to look forward to. So when we are attuning to the frequency of love, we need to look at what are the things that can support that? And what are the things in our lives don't support that or pull us out of the attunement or out of alignment? or out of that frequency. In other words, what feeds our ability to stay in alignment or what feeds fear? And when we look at what's happening in the world, it's easy to feed fear right now. It's actually the easiest to feed fear than it's probably ever been, at least in my lifetime. And the fear in the world is ripe and rising and expanding in a way that can feel overwhelming, especially for those of you that are healers and impass and sensitive to that. But it can also feel empowered, depending on the perspective you hold, depending on how you see what's happening in the world. So when I was shown for the longest time, I was shown these pockets of unification happening. At first, I was like, I couldn't understand why there was so much division, like with the Me Too campaign, you know, we were separating men and women. Women were feeling empowered, but the men weren't getting triggered, and it was confusing. And I'm like, it was just hard to watch kind of the division that was happening. And then the, with the Black Lives Matters, there was, you know, black women separating from women, and I'm like, well, there's separation there now too. And but they're unifying, and it's important, and it's empowering. And then even with the Indigenous people and and everything that's going on right now, it's it's like there's so much in one perspective, division. And then when I asked for a different perspective, because that one was quite painful for me to to witness and to get caught up in. So that was actually pulling me down. It was pulling and feeding my fear. I prayed to spirit for another perspective. And what I was shown was pockets of unification. And these pockets of unification are designed to empower different individuals, different groups, to join together and feel like they have a voice, feel like they have the ability to stand up inside of who they are and take kind of ownership and and heal their wounds of the past. At the same time, those wounds that are rising up to heal and the empowerment they were feeling and the stand they were taking were triggering other groups. So for example, with indigenous people right now rising up and. the the graves that are being found with the children, I'm very deeply impacted by that. I feel that really in my heart. And what I'm seeing is there's a gathering and a strengthening of indigenous and we're listening more. And as a white woman, especially I was raised Catholic, I don't practice Catholicism now, but I, I was raised Catholic to feel the inherited guilt that was coming up inside of me or guilty by association for what had been done in the past by white people, by me in one way or another. So I could feel the collective guilt rising up. I could feel the inherited guilt rising up. So I had to process that within myself. So as one pocket unifies and strengthens, it triggers another group. That's the good news because if it didn't get triggered, it would stay hidden. It would stay buried and the guilt would stay buried and everything else that goes along with it. Cause I felt guilty whether I realized it or not. So when that was, I, I allowed that to clear, I could clear it also for the collective. So I do a lot of work for the individually 24 seven. And then I work with the collective energy as well. So I was seeing these pockets of unification and I was quite It gave me hope again for humanity. And then I saw recently the division that's happening now, two sides of the fence, basically we're on two sides of the fence, there was all these pockets before like all these little groups, there's two now. And I was like, we're down to two. I'm like, that's actually pretty good. That's good news, right? It's like, okay we can actually work with this because again, we're going for this global unification. We're going for this one unity. We can honor our differences and unite in our oneness, which is love and compassion. That's our true essence. That's the truth of who we are is love. Ego fear, ego is our teacher of fear is programming. Ego is taught behavior. We're not born loving beings. We're born love. We're programmed to fear. We're programmed to judge. We're programmed to project. We're programmed to fear other people that are different than us or things that we don't understand. There's a lot of things we don't understand right now. And as much as we think we know, as a, as a whole humanity, We have no flipping clue. It's like scratching the surface still as to really what's out there and available to us. And when we learn to embrace our humanness, it's not about denying our humanness. It's not about denying our fear. It's about processing it. It's about owning it. Learning what we can do with it in a way that actually can serve us individually and the whole of all beings everywhere. And that begins with one, being radically honest within ourselves, meeting us in our humanness and processing what we need to on a human level, honoring our life classroom and recognizing that everything on our path is actually leading to an evolution of our spirit, of our soul. It's actually helping us heal individually and collectively. And when we recognize that and hold that as our truth, then we can meet life's challenges in a place that we feel more empowered, in a place where we can have more deep trust and walk with blind faith. So even when we don't understand, even when it doesn't make sense, and I have many moments like that, But I don't go looking for an understanding out here. I look for an understanding in here and up there. I literally will pray for it. Help me see this differently. I don't understand what's going on. And the perspective I'm holding is one that's causing me pain and suffering. Show me another perspective. I'm wide open. And it comes in. It might come in through a conversation with somebody. It might come in through a song, lyrics in the song. It might come through words, journaling. It can come in many different ways. The challenge with people when they pray, and if you don't like the word prayer, when you're like, I don't get what's going on, help me understand. When you are seeking an answer and calling on whoever your belief and faith is in, for something to help you understand what's going on. The biggest block people have in prayer is that they ask and they don't listen. I don't understand what's going on. Please help me. And then they go back to life. And Spirit was like, um, I have an answer for you. <laughs> but you're not listening. So, One of my dear friends and soul sisters in this lifetime, one of my mighty companions is Lisa, Reverend Lisa Windsor. She was the facilitator for my ministry training. She trained me as a minister. And she said to me one time, she goes, true prayer is listening, just listening. And the whole, the words, the, you know, I'm sure most of you have heard this stillness speaks in the quiet stillness, listen for that inner voice, that still quiet voice. What does that really mean? It means tune in and listen. Listen with an inner ear, listen with your heart, not your physical ears. When you ask, ask here and listen inside the heart space. And the words might come into the mind, But it's not the mind giving you the answer. It's the heart is the bridge. The heart is a bridge to your divinity. And your mind is meant to be used as a tool. Your heart is the driver. The mind is the passenger. Most people put the mind in the driver's seat. And that's where we block our channel. That's where we don't hear the messages. Because we're listening with our head. We're listening with logic and reason. We're listening and asking to solve an issue here on this level. Horizontally instead of vertically. So if you feel inspired to continue to join me each week in this gathering. You will deepen your faith in whatever your faith is. You're not going to deepen in my faith, you're going to deepen in your faith, and your faith is whatever it needs to be at this time, because spirit always meets us in our humanness, wherever we are, no matter what's going on, it will meet us there in the fear, it will meet us there in the uncertainty, in the doubt, in the confusion, it will meet us there, and from there, we will get the messages we will receive the guidance, moment to moment, one breath at a time. So what feeds your faith? For me, faith stands for finding answers in the heart. F-A-I-T-H, finding answers in the heart, faith. What feeds your faith? So being radically honest right now in your life, what are some of the things you're doing that feed your faith? Coming here can feed your faith. And at the same time, I want you to be honest about what feeds your fears. Is there something you're listening to, watching, tuning into, social media? I'm not on social media anymore because it winds me up and not because I have, I, I'm standing in this space of neutrality, but it's really hard to watch the battlefield. It's, I'm not interested in going to the hockey game where they fight and knock everybody down, and, you know, body check and stuff. I, I didn't, I never really liked violent things like that. It impacts me really deeply. So to watch the battlefield, it's like social media is kind of like watching the battlefield. I can't get into the battlefield and watch it. I need to rise above and watch what's going on in the broader arena, not the social media arena. Because the social media arena is is not really
2: truly
1: indicative of what's really going on in the world. There's far more good than we realize. There's far more people, especially now I felt the shift in the last two or three weeks. There was a big redirect happening because this spiritual redirect is in response to the collective. Whatever the collective needs, whatever collective choices are happening, there's a shift that's happening now in response to that. And in this last two or three weeks, there's a shift in global energy. And the call is getting stronger in the light workers, the healers to unite without conflict, to unite in on that middle path, that that's that lane of neutrality. And the horses are in agreeance downstairs. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Yeah, they're definitely talking down there. Nicole can interpret some of the horse stuff that's going on, but yeah. Um, They're reminding us to breathe a lot. Ah, okay. Okay, so the horses are downstairs and they're all like doing the whole like, I can't do it. There it is. (laughs) A little better. So they're reminding us to breathe. So those of you that are on Zoom, you may not be able to hear the horses, but um, breathe. Breathe through what's happening. Breathe through the density. Breathe through the fear. Breathe through the intensity of what's going on in the world right now. And the good news is everything's rising to the surface and it's it's getting ugly before it'll become beautiful. And it doesn't have to get as messy as it potentially can. And that's where we come in. If we can stay in alignment and recognize where do I feed my fear and where do I feed my faith? And if you could tip it within you to more feeding faith and less feeding fear, don't judge when you feed fear, that's feeding your fear, right? Don't judge yourself for being judging and don't judge yourself for being in fear. You're just adding to it. So recognize when I'm in fear and how can I shift or how can I honor the fear that's rising? Cause we don't want to bypass and, and pretend it's not there or bury it. Let it rise, let it clear, let it shift. And then ask, how can I feed my faith in this moment? And for me, it's like I put on this extra mala today and this extra pendant. And this pendant was when I went to Machu Picchu and it's got the elements in the tree of life in the middle. And it's actually a representative Pachamama, which is the symbol on the other side. So it actually twists. One side is the tree of life and one side is Pachamama, which is mother earth in in Peru, so those are those were symbols for me today of like okay, let me hold my faith, feed my faith today, and that's that's where these came in. So there's little things that can come in, it can be a ring, or it can be a symbol, it can have a, a cup of tea, it's just turning to a different program on TV, or watching a different kind of movie if that's what you need, reading a book. Sitting out under the stars at four in the morning, if that's what you're guided to do, your willingness to do that, is, is saying yes to being that vibrational tuning fork of luck. Saying yes to being able to hold your light more and more. It's saying yes to your faith. And that's what we need to do. Strengthen and expand in that. Align with that. Attune to that. Be one with that. So last Sunday, my grandmother passed away. She had been a a week kind of slowly declining. And she's 97. She's had a beautiful, brilliant life. And we've always had a really strong heart connection. So as she was, I was feeling her body becoming weaker. I was feeling her spirit becoming stronger. And she is here with me in this gathering. And I believe that she basically passed last Sunday morning and I got the message Sunday in the middle of the night that it's time for the gathering. And she is with me. She it's it's she is in my world. She was a beacon of love. Like if you, met my grandmother. She would look at you in the eyes. She wouldn't like look at you like most people look at you, like look up and down or look around or notice your hair. She looked directly into your eyes and she'd say, she would say hello or whatever. She would greet you and she would look right at your soul with absolute love instantly. And growing up, I always felt like I was the most special person in the world to her. I was like her, her Queen of Sheba. She called me Queen of Sheba. I still don't know what that exactly means, but I loved it. And she made me feel like I was the most special person in the world to her. And it wasn't until about four or five years ago that I was always talking to different people about her. They were like, oh my god, your grandma makes me feel like the most special person in the world. I'm like, oh, she makes <laughs> everybody feel that way. Like, Everybody feel that way. If you were somebody at the grocery store checking her you know groceries, she would see you. She's love. She's just love. like that's what she represented here. That was her purpose. That was her embodiment of her faith and the divine. So my invitation for you is to just open your heart a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And as much as, you know, I had this on the floor wailing, like cry of like all of humanity coming out of me. My dogs, I was home alone, thankfully. My dogs came running in the room, barking and they couldn't figure out what was going on because I was wailing for the grief of the loss of that love on the planet in her physical form. And when I came out of it, I felt that my heart has never been this light and I feel like she's landed there in that space to help me do this work and to take this all to the next level and I'm really grateful for her connection and for our love together to then be this beacon of light and love in the world. So even through grief we can expand. Even through sadness, we can honor our human experiences, we can honor all of these emotions and process them in a way that actually allows us to lift beyond the human challenges and density and heaviness and intensity that's happening in the world and happening within our lives. So my grandma's here and the message from her is to be the donkey. That's the message. I got the message from a donkey to be the donkey and then I got my grandma reminded me last Sunday to remember to be the donkey, it's time to be the donkey. And then Steve's grandma came in and I'm going to swear for a minute but she, my Steve's grandma, my husband's grandma came in and she's like, "But don't be the jackass." <laughs> it's like, "Got it. Okay, be the donkey, not the jackass." So, part of me being here is just Not being afraid anymore of speaking my faith, speaking my truth, allowing whatever is channeling through me to come through me. And I know that people aren't going to agree, and that's okay. And I know that some people are going to judge, and that's okay, because they're going to judge me if I stay silent, and they're going to judge me if I speak. They're going to judge you if you do something, and they're going to judge you if you do nothing. Judgment is programmed behavior that we all learned in our humanness. So you're gonna be judged one way or another. I might, I would rather be judged for my light and for speaking out on behalf of the, the, the truth that's coming through me, than be judged for my silence. I would rather be judged for my impact Then be judged for hiding and holding back. So the world needs your light. Whatever that looks like. However, that's meant to be extended in the world, whether it's through healing, whether it's through speaking, whether it's through. Just being present with people and listening, whether it's going into the grocery store and saying, I'm just going to be like a beam of love and see what happens. And I've done that. And when I do that, people are like, they'll stop and they'll look and they'll kind of smile weird. They're like, I don't even know why I'm looking at you and smiling, but something about it, like they can't even figure it out. But you're just like. Phew. And I feel like that's what's happened with my grandma. It's like some she opened up something inside of me when she passed. And our connection is so strong right now. And I'm so, so grateful to be able to embody her message, her truth that she lived her whole life was just love without limits, love without condition. Just love everybody for no reason. And I know that's easier said than done. (laughs) I know that there's going to be moments where you're like, oh my God, how do I love this person? But that's where you surrender over and you forgive your judgments and go, okay, show me how to see this person through love. Because really what's happening in the world today is a big, massive, huge call for love. Both sides of the fence. Everybody's just calling for love. And those, even those that you can judge as corrupt or even those that you can judge as doing the wrong thing or whatever, or coming from a place of power over people instead of empowering their power over, even they, even they are calling for love. Now, that might be too much of a stretch for some of your minds, so I'm not going to go there today, but... Start where it's easy, start where it feels simple, practice, strengthen, exercise that muscle, and then expand from there. So let's immerse you all into an experience of living oneness. So this is where, for those of you online, if you're not already, you can find a comfortable position. Ideally, if you can find a comfortable position that is you're resting, but you're not going to necessarily fall asleep. If for those of you at home, if you're really like cozy, tucked in bed, you mean maybe just prop yourself up a little bit so you can stay awake or stay alert. And for those of you here, feel free to just find a comfortable position and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn on the, the Miracle IQ is on and running and it's already working with the, the energy and the quantum field, it's creating a vortex. It has been building one for a while. I'm going to turn the volume on it. So you're going to hear some different sounds and tones and stuff like that. Don't be alarmed by that, that's normal. And then I'll have a guided, a little guided meditation for you guys. Thank uh-huh. So closing your eyes and taking some deep breaths. If you feel your spotlight of awareness in your head, in your mind, it's gonna invite you to look over to the right side of your brain, right side of your mind and down into your heart space. Imagine you could take that beautiful spotlight of awareness and bring it down into your heart. And as you shine light in the center of your heart space, Just begin by honoring and acknowledging, becoming aware of any density, any fear, any emotions, anything that's present in the heart space. Honoring the fear and then also shifting your awareness to be open to experience the love. Imagine now you could soften in the heart space, and just open the doors of the heart just a little bit more. And for some of you, may not you may feel like you don't even have any doors left, and they're just wide open. And for others, you may feel like you actually have a bank vault locked. So just a willingness to. Either crack it open, open it a little bit more, or swing it wide open, or dissolve the walls and doors all together and just to open the space of the heart wide, wide. Here comes a clearing for any density and entities. So you're gonna hear a whooping sound pulling the energy up and out. Beautiful timing. Thank you, spirit. Now imagine you could tune into your heart space and start to feel the expansion of your awareness. Imagine you could zoom out a little bit with that conscious awareness. And as you zoom out, you start to see the hearts of everybody who's in this beautiful circle, this gathering. Everyone who's joined all around the world. We see all these beautiful hearts, these beautiful souls connected to these human bodies, these human experiences. And within our humanness, we have the perception of an individual role to play in this world. a part to play in the healing of the whole, of all beings everywhere. Imagine you could zoom out and just see all these beautiful hearts with this shared loving intention to unify us in love for each other and our planet and beyond. And imagine you could zoom out and see Mother Earth as a whole. And this consciousness that you're looking through, the lens of consciousness that you're looking through is one shared consciousness, one shared source. So as we look upon the earth individually and collectively, we can feel the connection between all of our hearts. And we are all connected to one source. As we look upon the earth, the invitation is to take a moment just to see through the eyes of loving compassion for humanity, for all the humans. All the humans all around the globe. And start with having compassion for all those who you feel would be easy to connect to. And then taking a moment to send a message of love and compassion and peace to all humans on the planet Earth, on Mother Earth. And imagine from that one shared heart, we can feel that pulse of love coming through into our heart space and then extend that love, that peace to all animals on the planet. all living beings, including the animals. And then imagine sending that love and compassion and peace, that wave of energy from your heart space, through your heart, To all the trees and plants
2: and all of nature.
1: And extending that love, compassion, and intention for peace to Mother Earth. Just thanking her for allowing us to live here, to be here. Imagine for a moment that there was peace everywhere. Imagine everyone uniting in a shared intention to support mother earth, to support all of nature, including all the animals and all of humanity, imagine us working together, united in love, united in peace. And if your mind is resisting, thinking it's too far-fetched, it's too far off, imagine it wasn't, imagine it was easy. So as we tap into the unified field, as we tap into the quantum field, a lot of healing can take place in a very short experience of time because in the quantum field, it's timeless. I don't want to stretch some of your minds too much. I'll be teaching more about that over the weeks we are together and gathering. But in this moment, just imagine that it was easier than you think. I'm just gonna invite some of the density rising and invite some of that to clear. So if you feel some intensity, you can soften around it, let it rise, let it shift out of the body and whatever path is, allowing space for that release. You may feel inspired to take a few deep breaths. And as we look down upon the earth, may we look down upon the earth with gratitude in our hearts, with appreciation for everything that Mother Earth has given us and continues to provide to us. May we look upon the animal kingdom with love, kindness, passion and for those that feel a call to support the animal kingdom, may you answer that call with certainty, with willingness And may we look upon all the trees and plants and flowers and all of nature, including all the insects, the bees and the dragonflies and butterflies and everything else in between. And may we see the beauty and the synergy and the harmony. And may we feel at one with that. May we feel at one with the harmony And may you feel at one with that divine inner teacher, the spirit within you. May you open your heart a little bit wider in every moment. Soften and open. Soften and open so that you can allow your divinity to animate your humanness so that you can allow the love and presence of the divine to animate your every movement every word every moment. May you be love in action. May you be a loving presence. May you be a beacon of light, a messenger of love. And may you meet your own fear with love and compassion so that the fear is processed and dissolves. And may you meet the fear in the world with love so that love expands. May you rise above the perception of the battlefield and look upon everyone and see the call for love. And may you answer the deepest calling of your heart. May you say yes. Yes, thank you. I'm willing. I am here. Show me the way. What would you have me do? I'm just going to play a song for everybody. Stay in your, stay with your breath. Let the words land in your hearts. Thank you. invite you to take a deep breath. Let's see if you can hold that space of deep reverence. For everything, everyone, everywhere all together, all at once, including you.
2: And then just taking the
1: time to connect with your body again. And finding your way back to a seated position when you're ready, just take your time. It's taking a moment to reflect on your experience today in the gathering. Just honoring the ships, the insights, the gems,
2: the highlights.
1: Just bringing all of those pieces into your heart. Wrapping them up with gratitude, receiving them fully and wholly. Just embracing them with the words, yes, thank you. And if you feel inclined, there's a practice I've been doing For probably a couple months now. And it's just like a thymus thump. So the thymus gland is here on the sternum. So I basically have to take my. I usually do it when I'm lying in bed. But it's just, yes, thank you, thump, thump. And it's a bit of a heartbeat. You can do it once, boom, boom, and then stop, or you can do it a few times. Sometimes if I do a prayer or do a declaration, I just do the thymus thump to kind of embody it, to bring it in. So guys, thank you. So I want to thank you all for coming and for answering the heart yes to be here. If this is where our journey ends, then I appreciate you being here this week. And if you feel inspired to continue this journey, then I look forward to seeing you each week. In person or virtually, whatever way you feel called to come. Um, for those of you on Zoom, I would love for you to share your insights, and you can share in the chat whatever you feel to share. And for those of you here, we'll sit and chat and stay here longer and connect in whatever way. Share. But thank you all, I appreciate you, I see you, I honor you, I honor the light in you. It is the same light that illuminates me. And together, when we unite our light, when we gather our light, we can expand and illuminate the path for others to find their way back home to love. Thank you for coming, love and blessings. Thank you all. You're so welcome everybody. Love you all. I'm gonna leave you on, I'm gonna mute, but I'm gonna leave you there because I want you to continue to chat if you need to here for a minute. I'm just gonna share some of the comments because they look
2: scrumptious,
1: (laughs) see what they are. Beautiful, thank you very much, thank you. Thank you for the experience I felt fully immersed in the energy of the circle, wonderful. Thank you, feeling blessed, deep love for all walking each other home, absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you for sharing your grandmother. I felt her energy so strongly in my heart today and inspired to open to a beacon of love. Beautiful. Tears. True Thanksgiving gift. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Thanksgiving anymore. I'm, I'm not sure how I meant to feel in my humanness. So we, every day can be a day of thanks, right? A day of gratitude. Thank you all. All right. I love you all. We'll see you all next week online, virtually. Uh, Reach out in between if you have any insights to share or if you have uh, your experience, you want to share how it was for you. All right. Love you all online. Bye.